Second and ten. Allen steps up and throws. An interception! Patrick Peterson! And in this heavyweight bout, the Vikings with the knockout blow. The Vikings win the game of the year. Hello and welcome to the Oz NFL podcast, episode 13. And as you heard in that intro audio, the game ceiling interception in overtime, Patrick Peterson from a Josh Allen throw. Brad, we'll talk about this game, obviously, in the A and A section, but that was that had to be the game of the year, didn't it? Um, it it, fulf- it fulfilled all the hype. Um, had the close finish, had the overtime, high scoring game, and two of the best teams in the league battling out. What a what a contest it was! Yeah, it was a cracker. Um, we didn't think that Josh Allen was going to be playing, but he happened yeah. to, and which just built up the game even more. Um, and Kirk Thuggins, he had a he had a monster. So. <laughs> Um, big win for Minnesota. We both were tipping them. We were, were going with the overs there. Uh, sorry, the the line there, thinking that um, was Case Keenum. Is he there back up for the Bills? Yeah. Well, I, look, I thought we, he was going to be playing. I I tipped I tipped him, and we'll get to the previews and tips later on the show as well. But we I, we both tipped the Vikings. I sort of tipped him with thinking that mm. Allen wasn't going to play. But mm. look, it turned out it turned out yeah, well in I, the end. And- if I knew Allen was going to play before we were doing that, I, I would have taken the Bills. Um, but yeah, absolute bell ringer of a game. Big plays on both sides of the field, both teams, and um, yeah, Patrick Peterson with the, the two big picks really. So yeah, big game. Right. Well, like we did last week, we'll have a little bit of a recap of um, our earlier episodes. Of course, we went through our AFC and NFC division picks as well as our Super Bowl picks last week to see how they're faring. Um, fairly good on that front, I think. There's a couple probably, especially me, that I've picked that probably can't win. But all in all, we seem to be on track with those. But now we'll go and recap our uh, player awards. We did an episode two. And look, we'll start with the rookie awards. Um Brad, your offensive rookie of year pick. How's that tracking up so far? I'm looking at these and I'm laughing. I've I've gone so terrible. I had George Pickens yeah. for offensive rookie mm. of the year. Now, to be fair, the quarterback situation in uh, Pittsburgh hasn't worked out in his favour. I think he's starting to come along now, but it might be a little too late. He'd need a couple of – he'd need probably four Monster or five hundred yard games or two touchdowns, I think, to be a chance. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's possible on that team. Mm. I went with Chris Olave, who's at the same price. He was about 12 bucks at the start of the year, and he's eleven fifty now, looking at the uh, the odds. Kenneth Walker was my – I won't claim the Kenneth Walker one because I <laughs> made that one mid-year. But like, I did I, – look, I did I did say it when he was 21 to 1. So he's a $1.70 favorite now. Damien Pierce at three bucks, so they're the main two. But Alave, he's probably been the pick of the rookie wide receivers. He's been the most consistent, that's for sure, from sort of week one onwards. Um, you know, I still very think rarely. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's the one who's sort of building up steam now. He was quite early on, but the last three or four games for Wilson have been good, and like he could every chance finish um, with more yards and touchdowns than Alave. There's not much really separating those receivers, and whilst Pickens and uh, maybe Drake London two who are higher in the market and the, the, the bookies aren't really even much of a chance to now. The, it, regarding rookie wide receivers, the golf hasn't all been that big. So I think if they too, uh, I can't see Drake London with their quarterback situation in, in Atlanta um, winning it. But Pickens, 
maybe Kenny Pickett, you know, he at least throws the ball much more than the, the Atlanta Mariota Mario does. And maybe to the other team, though. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he, at least he throws and gets yards. You might, he might throw a, bit, a few more interceptions, but Pickens is more likely to have a bigger game than, than London is my point, I guess. But yeah. Alave, look, he's, yeah, he's, he's been the pick of the rookie wide receivers this year. Um, so I haven't, I'm not going to be down on myself for that pick, but looks like the running backs, um, uh, it's between the two rookie running backs at the moment. And Brees Hall wasn't injured. He'd be right up there as well. So Absolutely. Um, I think Damian Pierce is going to take my, it out. Mm, well, my pick is looking better than yours. So that's one thing. I'll take I'll take that win. Um, defensive rookie of the year. I think yours is looking pretty good here. Yeah, did you, oh, I did. Did you? No, no. I'm, okay, no. I think you changed your mind. Changed, you, yeah. Source Gardner's dollar fifty favorite looks his yeah. to lose. He's, he's got. You, it, d- no. you definitely did mention him as a. I mentioned a him. I, and yeah. I, the only reason I didn't go on was I, I thought it was just too obvious. I ended up going Cole Hamilton. Oh yucky! Has he made a tackle this year? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he had a pick was, last week or the week before, yeah. and it got um taken away for a. It might have been a. Was it a, was it a uh, pick six and then a penalty t- t- took took it off the board? I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember, but yeah, I did. I did give Source Gardner a big rap. I thought he was going to be there, thereabouts, and he hasn't disappointed. He's all pro level at the moment. Aiden Hutchinson was my pick, and uh, look, sort of similar to Chris Olave, hasn't really changed in the odds. He's about ten dollars start of the year, twelve dollars now, um, and he has made an impact. The Lions defense has been very hot and cold, but he got that interception red zone against Rogers. He's had quite a few sacks this year, Hutchinson. So having a very good rookie year, but the outstanding play of Source Gardner and uh, mm. Tariq Woolen, those are the two main mm. uh, picks for the bookies at the moment. They're dollar fifty and four bucks at the moment. Um, Tariq Woolen's come out of nowhere. Really, it was a late round pick, but Source Gardner has really justified the uh, all the hype on him, and he's been somewhat of a lockdown corner for the Jets. Yeah, those Seattle rookies this year have just been balling. Mm, absolutely, I had a good draft. Right. We'll go to our MVP and... Oh, what about um, comeback player of the year? Oh, we'll go comeback player of the year. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. cover that. Christian McCaffrey you first, was mine. Did you have... Um, is, there, is there any point talking about yours? Well, I no, think he's McCaffrey. a good show, mine. I went with um, Geno Smith, and I think he's probably got it. <laughs> Geno Didn't you go with uh, Chase Young? <laughs> yeah, <I> did. <laughs> did you? Chase Young hasn't seen the field. Um, Gino back. Smith is a favourite at the moment. Gino's uh, got Bar- Saquon Barkley, it's a race in two, it looks like. McCaffrey's yeah. 18 bucks. Like, I guess he's been missing too many games, been traded mid-season. But, um, yeah, Gino, he's been outstanding. We've talked about him quite a bit on the show and deserves everything he gets. And I hope he gets it because a guy who has been counted out quite a few times. Um, they wrote him off level of play, but he didn't write back. He didn't write back, and the level of play he's been at is outstanding. So, yeah, would be a deserving winner, and so would Saquon Barkley. But he leads the league in rushing now, I think. Um, yeah, he does. So two, a big week. Yeah, Giants just rolling with a with a good win over Houston, and Barkley, big part of their success this season. Right, want to go on to the MVPs? Let's do it. Um, I would like. I think mine is probably the only chance. Oh. Josh Allen, six bucks. Mahomes, a $2 favorite at the moment for the yeah, MVP. Yeah, I think both of our selections are done and dusted. Uh, uh, Josh Allen, oh, you can't write him off, but 
Justin Herbert, 61-1. That looks pretty gone, doesn't it? He's dealt with injuries yeah. all year. He's playing well. He's it's, done so. He, he's, had, he's had a few pretty ordinary games too, so that mm. one's done, I think. And Josh Allen, oh, he, if he catches fire, which we know he can in the second half of the season and drops and limits the interceptions, you can't win MVP if you lead the league in picks, which he does. Um, so if he limits the interceptions the rest of the season, maybe. But uh, Mahomes and Hurts are the two front runners at the moment. So, I think Hurts would have dropped back a peg or two after that Washington mm. game. It didn't look that great. Um, and that's, you know, still Philly, they haven't versed any tough teams. No, they're, they're yeah, you're right. They've looked, they've, they've won run. well some games, but yeah, I think. Um, they've versed a lot they, of backup they, they, quarterbacks. They've got a few losses in their future this season, Philly. They'll still make the playoffs and will be one of the teams to beat in the NFC, but um, yeah. I can't imagine them going fifteen or sixteen or one. So, mm. yeah, I think Mahomes at the moment has it locked up there. Yeah, he does. It looks like, but look, long way to go. Still seven, seven or eight games left. So, so that's our little over recap of their player award picks. And look, pretty ordinary across the board, really. Um, <laughs> the division picks were much better, but um, yeah. Anyway, we 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 did we did give mention to they got likes of Source Gardner and and Chris Olave's playing well, so some close, but no, nah, not really. If, if I'm being honest. Okay, mm. I also have Derrick our... Henry as a, a a sneaky comeback player of the year. He's having a big year again. Yeah, well, he's fourth line. He's the same as McCaffrey. They're both eighteen to one on sports bet. So um, look, hard to imagine them chasing down Smith or Barkley, but um, yeah, he's he's having a good year. You're right. I think he's second in the league in rushing behind Saquon Barkley. Righto, next talking point, nay, uh, yay and nay. And Brad, I'll start with you. And um, look, if you weren't going to do it, I would have certainly picked it as this one. But um, you had first to, eh? What is it? Mm. It's, well, look, obviously the catch, the Justin Jefferson catch is a big yay. But I just think the matchup between him and Diggs, and they both made incredible catches. Stephon Diggs, one hand catch. In the middle of the field, that was incredible well, too. Was, but Justin Jefferson, that was catch think, of the year for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly for 20, 20 minutes, and then Justin Jefferson may have just had the catch of the decade. Um, in the circumstances, you know, fourth and eighteen, yeah, um, to pretty much rip the ball out of the defender's mitts. Um, and somehow managed to hold on to it, not let it hit the ground as he was falling. Um, yeah, look, you've all seen it. It was incredible. It's definitely up there with the OBJ one. I'm, it's hard to split them. Um, mm. OBJ, you know, he was getting fouled, pulled down, caught it. It was a touchdown grab as well. Like just the circumstances between both, you know, Justin Jefferson's was fourth and 18 to keep their, their team alive. Um, yeah. Just incredible. But, yeah, the matchup between those two, incredible. I think Justin Jefferson moved himself from number three to number one in my wide receiver index after that game. He destroyed the Bills. He really did. And, look, give props to Kirk Cousins. There are a lot of balls there that mm. he threw into absolutely, like, mm. just the tightest of uh, windows. Um, but he was he just he, – he was outstanding watching he Justin Jefferson. It was, it was hard to watch uh, as a Bills fan, but – 10 catches, 193 yards. And look, in isolation, if you're going to put, compare the OBJ catch to the Jefferson catch, um, let's just say hypothetically there's no one around each and they make that catch. You'd probably say OBJ's was better. 
visually. Mm. But just in the circumstance of the game, fourth and 18 for the Vikings, the, the Vikings needed a play. And, yeah, with a Bills play, probably should have batted the ball down instead of trying to go for the pick. Um the, that catch was outstanding. So I reckon it was just as good in terms of the situations of the game. So, in um, saying that, though, the Bills should have still won. Again, another chance. Oh, yeah, there. Um, nope, Josh Allen. Joke. You know, how do you fumble it in your own end zone and let them score a touchdown for that? That was incredible. Uh, it was such okay. a weird, it was weird. It was weird thinking, uh, like wondering what they're going to do because they were obviously they had no room on on their. It was one yard line essentially. It was probably the half yard line. And mm. with 15 seconds left, you probably maybe take six, seven seconds off the clock, get a safety, and then give the Vikings one play. Um, but you couldn't do that with 45 seconds left because that would give the Vikings too much time to get down and kick a field goal or score a touchdown. So mm. uh, it was just a comedy of errors for the Bills and just another game. Another All their losses this year have been basically unlosable games that they've ended up losing. So, And uh, the common denominator is poor play calling by either the coaching staff or Josh Allen's game management. Yeah, as much as I love to make him blameless, but he, he certainly got – he just tries too much. He tries too hard. There was a few times in overtime there, especially that touch that uh, interception to Peterson. Um, he could have found Devin Singletree in the flat or a tight end for a seven- or eight-yard game. Gain, keep Like, they had time. It wasn't like he needed to score that play. And he's mm. just trying to force it too much. And look, the the, the play was the right idea. It was just a bad throw. He had, he had Davis open, threw it behind him, and Peterson was there to pluck it. So, uh, what to do with the Bills? Who knows? Look, they're obviously good enough, and they shoot themselves in the foot. When they can get over that, they'll be fine. But um, it's a little bit concerning division. to see him th- to see him third in the AFC East. Yeah, it is. Mm. Not going to lie. Righto, um, my yay. Well, team that's copped a bit of heat this season, and fair enough. Like I got one of the best quarterbacks to ever do it, leading the way. The Green Bay Packers got to give them props for their win. They, you know, they did what they do best and running the football. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, they combined for 210 yards, um, both averaged five yards a carry, and the one-two punch worked really well. And, you know, Dallas's defense has been a little bit disappointing maybe the last two or three weeks um, after such a stellar start to the season. Um, they ran it all. They had their way with the, the Packers. Uh, they had their way with the Cowboys and the Packers running backs. And, and Rogers only threw 20 times, but 200 yards and three touchdowns. So a perfect Order balance. Christian Watson, too. Order Christian Watson, who's had a very slow start to the season. And um, good to see him have a good game after yes, plenty of drops. He started poorly, of, too. That first hmm. drive, he had two drops. Um, yeah. You know, and normally Aaron Rodgers, you've seen him at the start of the year, you know, drop his head, not go back to those receivers. But he trusted him, went back to him and hit him for three big touchdowns. Yeah, so perfect balance by the Packers and, um, yeah, Dallas. You know, they've got a bit of a tricky schedule coming up and we know historically they don't do too well in sort of these December, November months. So I can't trust um, Dak. Nah, Look, no. anyway, they were outplayed, and look, they they had a they had a pretty comfortable lead going to the fourth quarter as well. But uh, Packers kept to their running game and um, were the better team on the day. So Green Bay Packers and their running backs in particular is my nay, uh, my yay. Uh, what's your nay, Bradley? <laughs> I'm sick of talking about these guys um, and how bad they are. But um, yeah, Josh McDaniels, he mm. should be sacked. He should be gone. He should be one and done with this team. It's 
pretty embarrassing, especially losing to Jeff Saturday. He's not a head coach, is he? No, he's not. Well, well, he went on that nice run when the when he was at Denver when they mm. won six in a row. Then he got caught out. They were cheating, filming the the training and um, and whatnot practice of the other teams. Since since that run, he's actually gone five and twenty four as a head coach. Like he's he's just garbage. So yeah, mm. I don't know what Las Vegas seeing him. Um, it's not like they're turning it over a lot anymore. Like even Carr's sort of cut back on his interceptions. I, I still don't think he's a, a, a starting quarterback in the NFL. He just lacks leadership. He lacks winning. You know, he doesn't have that about him. Um, and his press mm. conference where he was crying that made me sick. You know, that's just weak. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Come on, you love it. I love it when players show a bit of emotion. And Derek Carr is Usually, the best nah. because he. He genuinely cares. Like his press conferences, like the remember when uh, Henry Ruggs did what he did, and like that was like it made me tear up when he was talking about rallying the team and support. And like I, I you can't dislike the character right, personally. Oh, that's just, I can. Yeah, okay. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a heart. <laughs> Not for Derek um, Carr. Yeah, nah, I'm just I'm a big car fan. But, yeah, look, I have to agree with you, McDaniels. It's, I've read this week that I don't know how true the, the – you, know, you read a couple of things. Mark Davis, the owner, came out and said, we are full support. He is the guy that's going to lead us to the promised land, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then read another thing that he, he is literally too expensive based on the, the terms of his contract. He'd be too expensive to sack and pay out <laughs> and then pay another coach. So, um yeah. That's poor, uh, poor business there by yeah. Las Vegas. Uh, they just they put they obviously went chips in with this guy and um and it hasn't worked out. It's embarrassing. Like how do you lose to a bloke they've pulled off the street, no coaching experience. He's coached a few high school games. He was an ESPN analyst, and you lose to him. Jonathan Taylor needed a uh, you know perfect tonic. Seeing that Raiders defense to turn his season around after a few mm. uh, rocky weeks. Matty Ice. Um, oh, I, I have just put so much faith in the Raiders this season and and they have disappointed. Some of the games, the performances they've put up and you can blame. The coaching's got to go a long way and, yeah, he deserves to be on that nay list. I think if I recall uh, in our second week, we said teams to miss the playoffs. I'm just looking here. Yep, Las Vegas Raiders was one of mine and <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Jeez, the night go bang. Yeah. How's that... Um. How's that Chase Young pick looking? Hey, no, don't count him out. He could come in and average five sacks <laughs> a game. <laughs> yeah, George Pickens. Is, no, George, George, I like George Pickens. I won't be too critical on that because I think he's actually pretty good. But, um, yeah, maybe not this season. Um, all right. My nay is I'm going to – we've been high on your boys, the Bears. I've got to – how do you, you know, how do you lose to Detroit? No, I know I said Detroit were in for a, a decent season, but they lost a game they should have won, really, from the position they were in. Justin Fields, he he was on track to beat his record, the rushing <laughs> at one stage. He had 141 yards in the third quarter. He was on track to um, beat the record it. he set the week before, but he made some pretty bad throws. I know he was under pressure a little bit and was forced. That forced one, that was the interception that Okuda returned for the touchdown. That was his one bad throw. Um, yeah, he's he's still got a bit he, to he's still got a bit to improve in terms of his passing game. Yeah, obviously. Detroit didn't even look like doing anything until that fourth quarter where they got a sniff from that interception. 
But mm. Fields made up for it straight away. The very next posi- very next drive that we had the ball, he runs the field on third down, scores the touchdown, puts us back up. Kyra Santos misses the the PAT, and then again the defense just can't make a stop. Um, you know, we got some young. We got yeah, we got some young studs there. Jack Sanborn, he had a big game, twelve tackles, two Ooh, yeah. sacks. Uh, you I'm brought so, him I'm, up, I'm, remember preseason? I'm, we're talking about him. I'm glad you brought him up because mm. um, he was the defense good. is on blast here. He was a guy that yeah, he, well, sort of a late round nobody really coming to mm. the season, um, and yeah, he he was one of the few shining lights on that Bears defense. Yep, um, and I, I like you know our, our D backs that we we um, drafted in the second round, Kyle Gordon yep. and um, Jaquan Brisker. They're mm. good. Um, they just waved. I'm pretty sure they waved. Is it Klein or Clean? The the bloke they picked up yeah. from Baltimore in that trade. Definitely. We just waved him. So they're yeah. going all in now on Jack Sanborn, which is what I like. Get these young boys playing the rest of this season. We're not going to make the yeah. playoffs. That's fine. Then they got some experience on their belt. Get, you know, build that offensive line, build the defense over the off season, and come back. And you know, I think the the Bears will be a good contender yeah. next year. I agree with that, and I, there's going to be growing pains, and this was clearly an example of it against Detroit, but I just think the game they're expected to win, now it's a division game, so both teams will be up for it, but I thought the Bears were pretty we disappointing. Have. They should have won that, um, mm. and but yeah, so they have to make the A-list. Considering if we win that, we're close to winning the week before too against the Dolphins. We probably should have caused mm. one against that's us. that's good form. Yeah, exactly. Then you've got the Falcons. I think we, we beat them. The Jets, yeah, it'd be interesting. Then you have a big game um, against the Packers at home. And if you were to win you, that, I don't you, think Minnesota... Are you trying to talk um, yourself into a, a playoff? <laughs> I don't think Minnesota <laughs> losing the, the division. But if we if we won those last two games, I think we would have been very close. But look, it's a rebuilding season, so I'm not too bothered. Okay. Well, I've just given your boys a bit of a... Um, hand them an A, but you'll like what I, you, 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 you're like, yeah, well, no, we, we, we're fair on this podcast. We, we, you know, we give teams their plaudits, but we're, we're equally as harsh too. But uh, yeah, what, I what still about, would like to see Justin Fields, you know, throw the ball a bit more. Yeah. But I just what think he's, to... he's not having the time. No, the offensive line's so, so patchy. Um, mm. But what I'm about to say as we go into our next talking point, our previews and tips, is something I think you'll like hearing. You have hit the lead for the first time this season in our tipping comp. And um, I won't be looking back. Good, good at a choke, old Dan Nuttall. And look, a long time to go, but you've hit a one-tip one lead, one-point lead. 32-23, and 23, your record. You went 2-3 and three last week. I went 1-4, and four, which moves me to 31-24. and 24. And Jeez, we, we do knew that bad. Yeah, well, we both went Philly. Um, yeah, our, t- our wins with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, round one, we both went the Falcons, which I was umming and ahhing about the Panthers, which I went them, but I didn't. I didn't expect that from the Panthers. But the weather played a big factor there. Um, but no, you had the two last week. We both went Dallas against Green Bay, and you went the 49ers against the Chargers. I went a bit of an upset. Uh, yes. The Chargers looking good for a bit there, but uh, the best, the better team showed their class in the end. So you're 32 and 23. I'm 31 and 24. Now, the tips, the uh, games we'll preview this weekend will obviously start with the, the Thursday night football game, Friday morning our time. Tennessee at Green Bay. 
Now, after Green Bay's performance last week, this shapes up as a as a really good game. And the Titans, are, I think, are overachieving this season, but they keep winning. And uh, Tannehill will start and gives him a chance, obviously. I think if Wills, Malik Wills is a starter, I'd probably tip the Packers. Oh, man. I'd never tip him. <laughs> Not at the moment, no. I'm tipping the Packers, but at home. Big game at Lambeau. They're sort of riding a bit of a crest of the wave of a, of a good win against a good team last week. If they can get that running game sort of going again and, you know, like they like they should with the two running backs they got, um, I think the Packers eke out a close one. Who are you with? Yeah, just having a look. Pollard went 115 against the Packers. Packers defense finally had a good game. Um, kept them, you know, in the game. Tony Pollard's got to start for that. We'll talk about the Cowboys in yeah. another one of the games. So the Packers are allowed Tony be Pollard. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Packers are allowed Tony Pollard to go for buck 15. Titans defense, I think, is pretty solid. I'm, I'm going to go to the Titans here, and Derek Henry will just continue to run through that Packers team. Mm, interesting. Okay, Brad, Titans, me, Packers. Division... Rivalry game for the um, the 4 a.m. slate, 5 a.m. Melbourne, Sydney time. Jets at Patriots. Um, oh, this is a close one. Mm, I want to go Jets. Defense. My heart, my heart's saying Jets because I think they've shown more than the Patriots have this year. But at home, I'm with the Pats. Um, they have it over the Jets. They always do. I, they do. They do. And that's sort of one of the reasons why I've gone with the Pats here. Um, I think the Pats running game have a, have good have some success. And we are a low scorer, but I think the Patriots win in a defensive battle. What do you reckon? Bailey's up. He's not starting for the Pats, so I'm going to lock up the Jets here. I think it's their time to break the hoodoo, um, and they're going to get the win. Big game from Garrett Wilson. Okay. They heard it here first. Okay, so we're going different in both games so far. Titans and Jets for you. Patriots, Packers for me. I reckon we'll be in a grants here. Dallas at Minnesota. Um, Start with you, Brad. Who are you with? Coco Thuggins and Jetta. Yep. Dallas were disappointing last week. I know the Packers can be a good side when when they're on, but... Just again, the dicey time of the year for the Cowboys, and their fans should be nervous because I just, I, I was just not sold on that team. And Minnesota beat arguably the best side in the league last week. They do it again their confidence here at home. Be sky high. They confidence is sky high. They've they really they they're quite well um, positioned on all sort of sides of the ball. You know, both sides of the ball. Defense playing well when it needs to. Offenses are humming. Dalvin Cook, obviously one of the better running backs in the league, and then you know TJ Hawkinson emerging as a bit of a threaded tight end for the Vikings. So Minnesota winning the high-scoring game against the Cowboys, who their defense needs to be better. They've been disappointing last few weeks. My only concern is a Minnesota gas from that big game. You know, has it taken so much out of them? Um, uh, and after Dallas had a big loss to the Packers, they they would have been going hard at training. That would be my only concern. I can see Dallas pulling out a win. My Minnesota are due oh, for a loss, but I yeah. just think you got to be 
you got to be so confident and riding sky high after that win in Buffalo mm. that surely you don't get knocked off at home. No, I agree. And look, I it's I it's okay, if Dallas were to win, it wouldn't shock me. I won't be taking the Vikings in the line or anything like that. I, it's not you know, not I'm not that confident in terms of uh, they're a sure thing or anything like that. But just yeah, um, they keep that form going. The Vikings they should be winning. Now another division rivalry game. This is the Sunday night football game: Chiefs at Chargers. Now, this is an interesting one, I reckon. Um, the Chiefs really, on paper, should be winning based on their recent form. Kadarius Tony, if that's not the pickup of the season, I don't know what is. Like just underutilizing Giants. Oh, yeah, McCaffrey. Sorry, you're right. That was a trade. Oh no, so was it? Was it? Was it yeah, Giants? So was a Giants one? Yeah. Did no? Didn't they really? Oh no. Did, no, Tony they released Tony. He did get traded. Oh, sorry, you got traded. They got to they got to release Kenny Golladay, but right now, so much as he suck. <laughs> oh my What's god! What's he even doing? I don't know what he's doing, but um, yeah, I'm going to go the Chiefs here. I know I went the I was at the Chargers last week against the uh, Niners, but the Chiefs are absolutely rolling at the moment, and I think they um get an important division win. What do you reckon? Yeah, Chiefs. Oh, I wanted to go Chargers, but. I'll, I'll stick with the Chiefs here and the, the MVP favourite. Mm. Okay. The last game of the round is the um, the 49ers at the Cardinals. Another vision game in Mexico City, this one. And Kyler Murray, at this stage, it's sort of 50-50 whether he'll play. They need him to play. Cole McCoy's done pretty well when he's yeah. coming to, I'd, I'd, he's I'd in to play. Also, Warzone just released didn't... for Call of Duty, so Kyle Murray oh. might be out. Well, video game expert Brad Campbell wouldn't have the important uh, tidbits. Kyle Murray, of course. Uh, the, the um, yeah, the whole what was the thing when Call of Duty was out? So, what's out? Warzone is that a Call of Duty game? Yeah, it's a feature for it. Yeah, okay. Didn't wasn't there one that came out like a month ago? Yeah, probably Call of Duty, the game itself. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. There's an insight in my knowledge about this, all of this. <laughs> um, I'm with the Niners. I, depending on, I don't care who starts for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy or whoever. Um, yeah. I, I'm with the Niners. I just think they're a much better side. And Cardinals, uh, well, Collywood Brown, I think, is back in the lineup um, to boost. But yeah. I can't Roby Anderson playing? Oh, man. He's got negative seven yards in. His time with the Cardinals. I picked him. Oh. How dumb is this? I picked him up at fantasy in one of the leagues, thinking, "Oh, Hollywood Browns out. They throw it a bit. He might get the odd like eighty-yard touchdown or something." But um, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's quickly. He's actually stuck on my team for like two weeks. I persevered and thought, "No, nah, fuck this." I'm oh rid of no! So I think I need to pick up a tight end. I think I pick up Cole Komet this week, and then I've just read no, that he's out with a thigh injury. What? No? I've picked him up. Because Dallas oh, Gator, okay, Gator I've, I've, I've you've beat me on waivers then because I definitely put a claim in for him. Nah, because I didn't put a waiver. Yeah, he's got a thigh. He's got. Oh, but he is questionable. Yeah. he's got a thigh injury. Yeah, oh, put, picked, I went for a claim in one of the leagues. I know that much for him because um, yeah. Waller is out for four weeks, and um, I had Gerald Everett last week, and he's injured too. So, um, so I'm lacking a tight end then. Yeah, so. 49ers for both of us. And so the only two tips were speaking in of, um, Speaking of negative yards, sorry. Um, no, you're right. Uh, Cooper Cup, the old stats, stat patter. Three catches for minus two. <laughs> How 
and then he got injured. Uh, well, Cooper Cup will come up in our will come up in our very next. Well, we may as well nice little segue, bro. I don't know if you've seen the fantasy focus question, but Cooper Cup's involved in that question. Um, mm. And the question I pose is: with wide receivers Jerry Judy and Cooper Cup out for the Broncos and the Rams, respectively. Who would you rather pick up on the waiver wire if they're on it? Or who would you rather have on your side for this week? Cortland Sutton or Alan Robinson? Both will obviously see much more targets with those two guys out. Who becomes a more reliable option this week? Oof. I don't know. Cortland yeah. I don't know about them, so, but it's so hard. Like Russell Wilson just, I don't know what's happened to him, but he's stinking it up. So I, I guess <clears throat> LA will probably just change their game plan and swap Cooper Cup to Allen Robinson. So he'll probably see 20 targets a game, you'd think. So I'd go Allen Robinson. I'll win Allen Robinson as well. I think Cortland Sutton's a better wide receiver at this stage of their careers. But I think Allen Robinson, Denver still have a few other targets they can throw to. The, the Rams have, um, they got absolutely, like Van Jefferson's come back. I think Robinson sees an uh, uptick in targets. There's no doubt about that. And he's, he's still showing he's got it. He made a pretty, uh, a really nice catch last week. He's been making nice catches all year. Just hasn't really been throwing the ball much. But I'm with Robinson. I'd pick Robinson as well for that one. Yeah. Okay. The best segment of the program. We save it to last every week. It is the multi of the week. Now, Brad, um, your Bears screwed me over. I had the multi if they win because I had the charges at the six and a half, which they managed to cover just. And I had the Chiefs, which was a pretty bit of a gimme one, dollar twenty two. Mm. but I just thought I'd chuck it in there to add a little bit of juice to the multi. Anyway, it didn't matter because the Bears lost. And so, what was it? 24-10, you thought, right, I came over in the, in the um, fourth mm, quarter. That's right. It's like it'll be Sunday night football will be determining whether I get this multi or not. But in any case, they choked and the Lions, good to see the Lions win, but so wasn't too mad, but would have liked to get the multi. Anyway, we'll start with you. What's your um? What do you got? You got a three legger, four legger? Yeah, three legger. <clears throat> three legger here. I've what? I've only hit one <laughs> for this year. Not hey, very we're good. Still up, just thanks to thanks to Billy mainly. That's good. Um, yeah, three legs. First leg, Derek Henry over one hundred and two and a half yards rushing. That's a big line. Yeah, I'll take that any day of the week. Um, Buffalo Bills at the line minus seven and a half. Apparently, and I'm not trying to talk you out of anything, but apparently um, there is forecast to be – it's basically going to be a snow a snow fight. Yes, I did see that. It's going to be that, a snow Does that change your mind? We might be a bit no, last for because that no, makes okay. Cleveland even worse. Um, well, actually, <laughs> Cleveland's <you> know? <laughs> running game. Yeah, yeah that's right. The Jacoby Rizet will throw the ball 10 times <laughs> if there's as much snow as they're saying. And Dick Chubb will back get the, the ball Buffalo Bills dirty. to hit back. I'm back. Yeah, in. no, look, I'm they're, not, they're I'm a Super Bowl team. They hit back. Okay. And Josh okay. Allen throws for 400 in the snow. <laughs> um, okay. um, and then the third leg is the Bengals to beat the Steelers. They're not going to go down on twice in one year. They got their white uniforms back on. Oh, yeah. White hot Cincinnati. And that's uh, $5.32 for those three legs. Okay, well... Normally, when we've gone the same, one of the same picks um, in the multi hasn't worked out for us. But I'm going to put the Bengals in there a dollar fifty, or whatever price mm. they're at. Um, the 
the, the, the Dallas-Minnesota one, one did tempt me a bit because Minnesota are $2. But as I said, you know, whilst we think they might win, uh, will win and we've both tipped them, um, you know, Dallas could – wouldn't shock if Dallas were to win. My second yeah. leg – so my second leg – is going to be the Rams at the line. Matthew Stafford, a confirmed starter. The Saints are just oh, – the Saints are disappointing. They – yeah. The Rams are worse. Mm. The Rams aren't worse than the Saints. There's no way they are. You reckon? They're <laughs> hot trash. Anyway. Um, yeah, the Saints lost to Pittsburgh last week pretty pretty easily too. So the Rams to cover the line, three and a half. I'm happy with that. And the other game, I it's against my every fibre in my being and every whatever in my body, but I'm going to take an under. I hate taking the unders. It's a bit of a – I think unders better sleep with the light on. Um, I just think it's a bit of a – little bit of a cat way to go about things, but I can't see the Jets and the Patriots going over um, the – what is What's it? the total? I'm going to do an alternate total points here. Um, the the line's for 39, but I'm going to up it to 42.5 at a dollar 46. I'll be shocked if it goes over that. And I know I don't take unders normally, so if I've taken an under, it means I like it. So my multi pays all right, 411. That's not bad. Um, Bengals at Bengals outright, Los Angeles Rams plus three and a half against the Saints and the under 42 and a half in the Jets and Patriots game. $4.11, so 10 bucks will get you 41 10 Not bad. I like the sound of these. Mm, mm. I like the sound of these. All right, well, that takes us to the end of another episode, getting into the business um, part of the season now and some, you know, Playoff spots will be lost and some teams will gain playoff spots the next couple of weeks and we're looking forward to diving into it over the next few weeks. Um, Brad, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. No worries. All right, well, next week we've got Nathan Horn on to uh, see if he can redeem himself. (laughs) Don't sound too disappointed. Um, To redeem himself from his pretty piss poor first uh, tipping performance, but uh, he'll be back to uh, try and add... Um, some percentage points for the the guest tipsters. But anyway, thanks again for joining us in the Oz NFL podcast. We'll um, talk to you again next week. See you later.